Some pretty big things happening around here, I tell ya. How are you, friends? Hey there, it is Brian with you again on the Just Say It podcast. And uh, yeah, things are happening around here. Gotta say, some uh, some big events just got back actually today. Uh, we took my oldest son, Carson, to the university where he is going to be uh, heading off to uh, to school next year, transferring as a junior. Very exciting times for Carson. And this is a big uh, this is a big moment, isn't it? If you have done this, if you have gone through this in your life with your children, you are aware. He has completed his associates here uh, in the uh, local community college. Now he's going to head off and, and do his thing. Very excited for the guy. He's, he's going off on his own. I remember this from going to college as well. Granted, I couldn't wait. Uh, I was looking forward to uh, kind of some new stuff and just, uh, you know, finding some some friends and all the rest at college. And I think he is too. But the idea being, when you go off on your own, that can be kind of a scary thing. So he just, he's going, he's flying, he's doing his thing. He, uh, he doesn't know anybody there. He's just going to, to get his, uh, his education and, and meet some folks and have some fun. He's really into to sports and communication. And so pretty cool today. He actually got a chance to meet the athletic director and just goes in there. You know, we were waiting in the car and there off he goes. He's just like, yeah, I, I just met the uh, the AD and, uh, you know, the director of communications. And uh, oh, by the way, I'll probably be working uh, for them when I get there uh, this fall. Like, wait, wait, hold on. What? Back it up a little bit. Like my beginning of college when I first got there, like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I was just sort of staring off into space. Like, what the heck is this place? This kid's out there. He's already got employment lined up. He's already got his his career field uh, of interest, uh, you know, identified. He's met the head person in the athletic department. So good on you, kid. You are about 27 steps ahead of me. But yeah, so enjoying this summer because here it comes. Oh boy, he's going to be gone, right? Uh, in about uh, two months. So definitely going to enjoy uh, having Carson around here this summer, and then uh, excited, of course, for him to go on to his new uh, adventure. And I, I know he's going to thrive at it. I know it's going to be a good thing for him. And so it was actually really pretty cool being on campus and kind of made me think, you know what, it'd be kind of fun to just go back to college for a year uh, on my own, just even where I sit right now. But that's not really feasible, economically sound, or going to happen. But it's a nice dream, right? We can all dream. I had a dream uh, recently of trying to sell his old car. You see, his old car has, uh, well, it's it struggled a little bit, but you know, the thing's still running. It's been around. It was a car that my parents had and then passed along to him. And then he got in a little, yeah, a little fender bender a few years ago. And then most recently it was having issues with the electrical system. And it currently actually requires a, a battery saver to start one of those things where like if you go to a car parts store and they plug it in and they sort of test your car, well, that's what it actually takes to start that car. And so very transparent with the Facebook Marketplace ad, not in any way looking to take advantage of anyone. I think I've seen that too many times from the other end with these ads where it's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And then you buy it like, what? The? No, not doing that. Nice pictures, tight shots of the damage shots, explanations of it. So, right, very transparent. But isn't it true that these Facebook marketplace sales, you just really never know where it's going to go. So you list it, and I've never listed a car, right? Some of these items are, are one thing or the other, but a car is like, a, it's a larger thing to put on Facebook marketplace. And so I had no idea what I was up for. Well, I thought 
after day one that we had somebody who was willing to buy it. And they're like, yeah, I'm so-and-so, and I'm in the next town over, and da-da-da-da-da, and I'll be there tonight. Okay, great. Well, no, I'll be there tomorrow. Okay. And then, yeah, and I come to figure out this guy wasn't even from town. Pretty sure they are harvesting my information right now as I speak, along with probably the five to ten other bots that were hitting me up saying, yeah, I'm interested in the car or whatever. I don't trust anything anyway. And so especially when it comes to these transactions over sketchy online sales platforms, I just don't trust you. I'm sorry. And so when the offer came in the other night from someone who seemed very interested and very happy about the possibility of getting a, a new car, I was like, well, this is fantastic. And so Lo and behold, the gal comes over with her uh, her parents, and I, I showed them what was going on with the car, and, you know, here's what it takes to start it, and here's what it would take to fix it, and here's how we tried to fix it, but it didn't work, and that's why we ended up with this solution, because it was cheaper, and da-da-da-da-da, right, the full disclosure, and they, they checked it out, and, and wouldn't you know it, they bought it, she loved it, and, and off they went with the uh, the car that had a lot of history in the family, my, my parents' old car, I remember riding around with that with them, and and then they, they passed it along to, to Carson, and that was his first car. And, and now uh, the young lady has, has got herself her own first car, and she loves it. It's got the moonroof on it and everything. And so good for you. And sometimes Facebook Marketplace actually is a place that things can work. Where things, I feel like, could be improved on the Facebook experience, if we're going to sit on that for a minute here, when you see something that is posted on Facebook that is clearly a heavy thing, right? If it's if it's someone who's, you know, maybe been very ill or someone, goodness, has passed away or something like that or, or you know, a pet passed away or just something very sad, very tragic. Well, a few years back, as we all know, Facebook did come up with the other options instead of just the thumbs up like. They gave us all these other uh, emotions that we could choose from. Here's my question, though, to Facebook. Do you think there's any way maybe that you could improve upon when you're on your phone and you push and you hold on that like and then it pops up that, you know, six or seven different other emoji? Can you do something where maybe the laughing face isn't like right next to the sad or crying face? Is there anything you can do? Because my biggest fear in life, well, right up there with people being upset with me and disappointed with me and all these things that you know are lifelong issues that we don't have time to get into in this podcast. But my biggest fear in life at the moment of being on Facebook and seeing someone's very tragic post that, of course, I'm going to at least do something towards to show compassion is that instead of hitting that little hug, care, or the crying sad, is that without knowing, I'm going to hit the laughing face. And then what? And oh, gosh. And then what if I don't even really, you know, take the minute after that to, to realize that I've done it when I'm trying to show care, compassion, and show my teary eye or my hug emoji. But now I'm laughing because your family member died. Like, oh, my gosh, Facebook, there's got to be a better way than scrunching all of these emoji together or, or, you know, or maybe there's somebody that posted something great in their life and then I put the hate angry face on there. Like, I don't need that pressure that maybe I've just completely incorrectly emoted publicly when, of course, I didn't mean to. So 
let's just put that one in front of the committee to the Facebookers that perhaps there's a little bit better way. Appreciate you trying to let us emote in different ways to your post. That's great. But let's figure something else out so it's not like a micrometer or, or, or is that even a thing? Like a millimeter apart from happy to really angry or sad to joyful. We can probably do a little bit better with that. So while we're at it, we're going to uh, we're gonna see where that goes. Also seeing where it goes with the diet these days, I, I found out recently that the cholesterol in me is a little bit high. And this is like the, oh gosh, I'm going to mess this up. I think it's the LDL. The stuff that's not great is a little high. Like am I a little high? I mean a little high. Not off the charts. Not it's all over tomorrow. Not anything like that, but just a little high. Everything else on my blood test came back great. Amen. Thankful for that. But of course, what am I focusing on? The one thing that isn't right. Because, hey, we're human. So looking at that, and what I did was I started looking up what causes high, I think it's LDL cholesterol. Don't quote me on this. I'm not a medical professional. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I think that's what it is. And so I looked it up, and wouldn't you know it, Virtually every food that I like, virtually every food that, in my opinion, is actually worth eating on the face of this planet, fell into that category. So now I ain't got nothing to eat, and I got to figure out what I'm going to do to sustain my life for the rest of my existence here on Earth. Because let me tell you what, I seem to like foods that are a little high in the cholesterols, so I'm working on that one. Got a lot of feedback on a Facebook post I put out recently. I don't really know what to make of some of the feedback. A lot of it was really more than I knew what to do with. So thank you if you commented. Appreciate you. Uh, some of the stuff, like, okay, like I'll look into it. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just working on that, but just kind of was joking around a little bit that, well, looks like I'm going to have to go hungry for the rest of my life because I can't possibly have just, you know, an ounce of the needle over the, the green into the mildly might not be perfectly healthy category because we can't have it. So anyway, I'll work on that and figure it out. Chances are I will probably get over this and just go back to my cholesterol love and life pretty soon. But for now, that is what we're facing. Also facing animals in our pool. This is a first world problem. I understand. I am not complaining. I'm merely pointing it out because it's very random to find a full-grown flipping possum in your swimming pool that's not supposed to be there pulling off the cover one day like oh my gosh gee many what so yeah there it is just stiff as a board dead possum in the pool that presents a problem had to go to the shovel for this one because the net was probably going to break off the thing weighed like 50 pounds it was bloated as all heck full of water hope you're not eating while you're listening to this podcast today and wouldn't you know it Tried to throw it over the fence, didn't get quite over the fence, bricked it, came back in, had to go scoop it up again. Now it's in the woods and it's probably decomposing for the rest of eternity back there in the woods behind our property. Yeah, not exactly ideal. Not really sure what I'm supposed to do about that. We don't have like the fancy cover with the electric thing and like the, the rigid cover like the fancy people have. We've just got something we got on Amazon for virtually nothing that has the little the bubble things that used to pop whenever you got something in the mail. It's like that, except it's blue, and you just roll it out there. So apparently not at all possum-proof uh, or mole-proof. There was a mole in there the other day. So honestly, really just kind of a, a 
like a request, like a PSA for all of the woodland creatures that live behind our house or visit. If you could stop dying in our pool, that would be absolutely outstanding. I feel like I'd feel like I'd have a great day going if I could go back there and not have to scoop out some sort of carcass in there, and it would be a little less frustrating. That's all. Just a little less frustrating. That's all I ask. And maybe while I'm at it, I will ask on behalf of every soccer goalie that you can stop frustrating them too because I don't know if you've noticed this. Uh, Let's see. The Champions League was on the other day. There was an MLS game on. found myself watching a little soccer because – I don't know, there's no football on and I'm bored. So I was watching that, and the thing I've noticed with soccer goalies, have you noticed this? If you're a soccer fan, you probably have. If you're not, go watch a soccer game and then wait for the close-up shot every time a goalie has to like do anything. So make a save or move or whatever. The goalie, their face looks like you have just completely ruined their life, as in you like the defenders, their own teammates. Like, no matter if it's a save that they have to die for or one that just comes right to them, what's the first thing that always comes on their face? Like, oh, like, ugh, what were you doing? Ugh. Like, I'm sorry, goalie, if I'm a defender, like, forgive me. I'm out here running around the entire field, kind of a big field, sort of a lot to run. You're just there in your box while you're just hanging out. And then, oh, well, maybe the one time somebody gets past me, you have to catch the ball. Like, ooh, my bad. So I really don't understand the look of disgust every single time a soccer goalie has to actually, you know, do their job. That that one seems a little mysterious. If you're a soccer goalie, maybe you can explain this. Maybe that's just the natural reaction to like yell at your teammates like, oh, like it's their fault. Like, you know, like Adam, like, oh, it was Eve. Like, come on. Right, right we're doing this in the beginning of time. This is not new human behavior. We always blame everybody else. But it seems like that is the first response for a soccer goalie is to go in hard at their teammates and just be like, come on, man, we can all do better. And there you go. So guess I'm off of watching soccer for a while, but I wish the goalies the best. And I I do hope that all works out for them. Uh, I do hope all is working out for you this summer. My gosh, it feels good outside. It is great to be able to get a little fresh air and not be cooped up indoors. So with that in mind, I'm going to go outside because we don't get this too terribly long in this part of the world. And maybe you can go do the same, you know? There you go. Do that. And uh, I'll talk to you sometime soon. Have a great one.